All right. And I have Enrique Carrillo here on the podcast, episode number 50. And um, I'm excited, man, to have you to have you on here. It's it's a it's a pleasure, man. We've known each other for a long time. Uh, we have a good mutual friend in John Hood. Shout out to John. Um, you know, both of you guys are killing it in your business, but uh, it's an honor to have you to have you here today, man. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Episode 50. That's like go <laughs> right there. Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so guys, to give you um, just kind of an overview of Enrique, and then we'll dive into his story, but he is uh, massively successful in the Herbalife organization. He's one of the, he has one of the biggest organizations in that company. Um, he's been doing it since 2009, 2008, 2008. Okay. So it's been 2008. So, um, a, a longevity and he's been on that path for for quite a while and he's built a really successful organization and changed a lot of lives so um let's let's start let's start there enrique i mean what you've done man is is uh i don't want to say it's rare but it is i mean you're 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 you built something really really powerful let's start back in 2008 when you got into herbal herbal life where were you and then kind of um what was the catalyst to kind of get you on this path? Okay, yeah, for sure. I'd love to share my story with everybody. But thank you for getting me on here today because, you know, just, you know, possibly changing somebody's life. Even if it's one person that watches this episode. With Absolutely. You. Yeah, right. But the thing is with me, you know, I just uh, 20, I started when I was 22 years old. Um, I was go going to job at a at three jobs, going to school full time. Really didn't know what I wanted to do in life, just like most you know twenty year olds. And it was just like you know, back in high school, I uh, played football, basketball, baseball. My dad's a football coach. My mom's a teacher. So I was really on a great track, you know. And they're like, you know, they want me. To, they wanted me to be either professional football player, basketball, or baseball, something in sports, because that's what we grew up doing. Or let's go and, you know, like, you know, make some money being a doctor or a lawyer, things like that. And right. so it was not too smart to do any of those things, <laughs> but, um, you know, and then just being short like I am, like just, you know, being a professional athlete just wasn't in the cards for me, you know. So, you know, and I love sports, but, you know, when I went into college, you go into college and, you know, my dad's go to school, get your education, go get, get, get to work and you know, with that I did, but without a purpose, people perish. And it was me, I was jumping from mm -hmm. degree to degree to degree. And I, I didn't know what the hell to do. And I was like, man, like, you know, let, let me find something. But like, you know, then I got, we all, we all, we all want to be a part of something, right? There's yes. something we want to be a part of and being an athlete, that was me. So when I got into a fraternity, I was like, man, this is going to be awesome. It's going to be great. And, you know, that, it was fun. Don't get me wrong. I had a lot of networking and stuff that I did, but just living the lifestyle that they they live, it's just like that YOLO lifestyle, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. You know, and then you you it was just down the rabbit hole, and you know, of course, I I make my own choices that I made, but I always blamed a lot of people back in the day of the of who I was and who I was becoming. It was all because of them, right? Wow. And you know, it was it was wild because when I when I found what I found, it was at one of the deepest. Yeah like moments of my life I was 22 years old I had three DWIs two minor possessions had to get my stomach from twice from overdosing drinking on drugs yeah. and it was wild how you know I, I feel like God winks at a certain time in your life you know so I got put in jail after my last DWI my mom pulls me aside and she's like hey where'd I go wrong with you and I'm like what do you 
what, what, like, you know, she's crying, I'm crying. She, they're, they're paying for my damn lawyer bills and me get out of jail, things like that. And, you know, I start looking at my life and I'm like, dang, like I'm screwing up. And, you know, how many people like feel like they're a disappointment to their parents because they're not on the right track. And that yeah. was out right there. So I went home and I was like, damn, something has to change. And I go into my friend's house to go study, you know, a couple of weeks later. And she was like, Enrique, you got to go try out this tea, which I'm drinking right now. Yeah. <laughs> right now. Awesome. There you go. Energy tea. And I'd never, you know, done things like that in my life, which was like, you know, energy stuff or, just, you know, whatever. I would do maybe hydroxyco, which was crazy. And just the stuff that was advertised everywhere. Yeah. Anyway, my friend invited me to a nutrition center and I go in and I'm like, oh, this is cool. But I thought it was a bar because, but I was on probation. And so I'm like, I can't. <laughs> here it looks like a bar yeah i'm gonna get you know in trouble and they're like no come on in and you know it was really neat very welcoming tried out the you know the products for the first time you know and i got onto them and you know i wasn't looking to lose weight or nothing but i love the atmosphere i love the community i couldn't be around in bars anymore and i love like i'm just a people person right and i right being around bars just kind of it was fun but you're drinking your party and then you're hung over the next day and yeah then again and you know just that lifestyle so when I started like changing my lifestyle and started doing this, started losing weight, started feeling good. My mom was also looking for something, you know, to lose some weight and feel good. So for me, I was like, you know, mom can try this stuff out, you know, in a month, guys, me and my mom, to, you know, she was able to lose 10 pounds, but she hadn't been able to lose weight for the long time. She felt great. And then um, I was able to lose some weight. It felt, felt good. And then that's whenever I, I got into the business opportunity, didn't even, didn't even know like how to do business guys at all. Like I, I just, I, like I was going into something just to make an extra $300, like, wow. and $300 was, it would, at that time, my rent, I was, I was, um, with a roommate, it was 250 bucks for rent back in the day, <laughs> I guess I say my age, so back in the day, and that 250, that $300, like, I don't even, I've been rich, like, I'm like, oh my gosh, 300 bucks, like, you know, how can I do this? And that's where my journey began with having a coach. And I feel like one of the biggest things in leadership and with, um, you know, where you want to go in life is get a coach, get a mentor, get somebody mm -hmm. that's going to be able to um, make you see things that you haven't seen or you haven't done before and getting out of your damn comfort zone. That's one of the biggest things. So my coach, you know, so those of you guys listening and maybe you're brand new to business or whatever, he said, what are your goals? And what are your dreams? Mm. Asked me that in a long time, right? And when I was younger, I was like, I want to be Spider-Man. Or yeah. like, you, know, you wanted to be something like, you know, crazy. Right. But then as you go get older, it's like, okay, you know, just there certain things and challenges happen in your life. And then nobody really asks you anymore. Like, what are your goals? And what are your dreams? What do you want to become? What do you want to do? Where do you see yourself three years from now, five years from now? Things like that. And, you know, it's really cool to be able to, um, to being asked that and then I was like well I don't really know like I have my DWIs I was in college and like like poor me right and he was right. like let me share this with you and he started sharing his goals and his dreams and things that he was going to do and I was like what really like and it just gave me hope right and that's all the times is, is we need hope in, in our mm -hmm. life to 
um, see what else is possible out there. So that was like a turning moment for my life. And, you know, like my goals are small, guys. It was, I wanted to pay up my school loan debt, which a lot of people are in debt, right? Yeah. I wanted, to, I wanted to, I had puppies at the time. I don't want, I wanted a puppy playhouse for my puppies. And then I wanted to buy, you know, some clothes. And then just, I wanted to just to, you know, not work my damn jobs anymore. I was working at Putt Putt Golf. You guys know the Putt Putt Golf. Yeah. 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 Hot as hell in Las Cruces, New Mexico. <laughs> and like, so my ass off I always had to wear jeans and a long sleeve shirt and you know Haiti wearing a uniform and then I was I was like the tracks person you know like where they do like the, the racing yes. I would yes. do that and then I was also worked at a cable company where I had to wear the damn hard hat hot hot as hell right like long sleeve shirt gloves boots everything in a hundred and hundred hundred and ten degree weather you know just loading reels and just crazy shit sorry for my language but it's all good and it's just it's just those jobs that you you know you, people need jobs and that's like something that I did and like I was like man I, I only if I could get out of that I would love to just making shakes for people and make people happy absolutely that was it like that was like my thing and you know so within i made uh any moment that i had spare time i was going and working into my business right mm -hmm. i didn't know what the hell i was really doing but i was there like go out there talk to people go out there and network go out there and go into businesses and i you know just starting off at a business like you know i'm in the health and nutrition industry and they're like well, what do you why are you here? I was like, well, I came to give you energy. Like, I don't do that. <laughs> nothing. Like, I was just going out there and I just wasn't afraid, you know, of um, changing my life or even changing other people's life because my thing was like, man, I have so much energy here. I'm down some weight. My mom's down some weight. Why not give it to more people and right. feel better? So that's like my journey of, you know, doing this. And that was back in 2008 when I started. And then, you know, I don't know if you want me to go more and elaborate. Yeah, no, well, let's let, let's unpack some of that because there was, I wrote down some things that were, that were powerful. Like you, you mentioned uh, without a, per, without a purpose, people perish, mm -hmm. you know, and then you mentioned uh, that your coach gave you hope, you know, and like, those are sometimes just the cat, the simple catalyst that, that people need to kind of get them moving. You know, if, if someone doesn't have hope, it's really hard to take that first step or to, you know, go try something different because it's just like, well, what's the point, you know? And, um, and then also obviously with, with your, you know, your situations of the DWIs and then, you know, some of the the lifestyle choices that you're making, I don't want to say you hit rock bottom, but like, you know, you, you kind of hit, you hit a low point. Right. Mm -hmm. And that seemed like it was a catalyst for you as well, you know, and, but you took, you took action. So I think that was huge, man. I feel like I was talking to someone a couple of days ago that it just seems like the people that really achieve a lot in life, they just, they also were on the other side of the spectrum, you know? And, you know, it, it's, and I feel like that's one thing that we can definitely kind of deliver the message today is like that message of hope, like you were saying is if you're going through problems and you're, in a place of like victimhood and victim mentality, that's just a setup to take you to your next, to your next level. But you gotta, you gotta take some steps, you know? Right. And so um, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of golden nuggets there, man. What, you know, when you met your coach, I mean, what was, obviously he said, you know, what are your goals and what are your dreams? And that, that kind of gave you inspiration. But as mm -hmm. far as like taking that first tangible step, um, what do you, I mean, he told you to go meet people, but what was, 
Was it just like, I'm an action taker. I'm just going to go do it because a lot of people struggle. A lot of people struggle with taking action, Mm -hmm. you know? So what do you say to someone that say they meet you, they meet someone that, that inspires them, but they're stuck in analysis or they're stuck in overthinking. What is that first thing that you can kind of give someone to help them push them, push them over the edge, I guess. Um, yeah. So if I'm clear on this, like just starting off and, you know, they're maybe in some type of sales, right. Right. Yeah. Sales and, you know, I, I think a lot of times it's not, it's, you know, that you want clarity inside of what you're doing, but like, I feel like an accomplishment of something, even the little as going off in, and going into a, a store and introducing yourself and like just saying what you do, you know, like building that that confidence, which is a little accomplishment, right? Because most people, they feel like they have to do it perfect. They feel, to, they feel like they have to do it like completely right. They say, they feel like they have to say the right thing. And then they sit there and they're paralyzed in thought and you're not doing shit and you're just, and somebody else is out there doing the work and right. they're taking clients and they're doing and they're doing it they might not be, be doing it right but they're doing it right and i right. think sometimes a lot of times people feel like they have to be so perfect with a perfect business card and the perfect you know with whatever they're wearing the perfect and yes dressing nice and looking good is you know key to a lot of things but i'm saying like a lot of times people don't take action right away and even if they screw it up like that's okay like everything is a learning opportunity and a lot of people when they first get started they they're afraid to get rejected and got you gotta you gotta get rejected. You gotta learn from that rejection. You gotta mm-hmm. learn how to, how to say things better, right? And when you're wow. doing this business, like like you gotta learn from that. You gotta know that like no means not right now. It's gonna Absolutely. happen later. You're just you're you're just planting a seed, and then later on down the line, like I met you a while back, and you're you're dressing better. You have a your your you have a better car. Yeah, right. You're learning how to how to promote yourself a lot better because nobody yep. is going to promote you but yourself exactly right? <laughs> yeah. especially when you're in the, when you're in this industry of sales and like you know and, and just and like i talk about hope right so it's helping other people every day right wow. so helping people every day and it's like when that jim Rohn quote it's like you got to bring value to the marketplace like there's so many problems out there right and that's something that you got to get cleared out there there's problems what's your solution right mm-hmm. and whatever you're in whatever sales that you're in like what's your solution like i'm in the health and wellness industry right and people out there they need energy right so i i got you right people want to lose weight i got you people want to gain some muscle i got you right, right? and that's it and then also we're we're also in the business too like people need to make some money i got you right but right. then you have that where you know you have and then you got to have a system and a structure behind that to be able to do so and if you don't know it you got to get, you have a coach, right? If you don't know it, then you learn those certain things that you need to learn to be able to get out there and, and, and work it. Like I, I have some people on my team that they've been in for a while and they're stuck at their business, but it's not that you're stuck. You're just not excited, mm-hmm. right? You're just not excited about things. And a lot of times people are like, well, I'm stuck here and I'm stuck this and no, no, no. Like you're not stuck. You're not just, you're not excited about the method of operation that you're doing. You're not excited about your social media. You're not excited about uh, going to network party things. You're not excited about those things. Like what is it that, what is it, what is going to get you excited to do certain things? Like what got me excited? I love fitness. Everybody else is doing like nutrition clubs, which I did, you know, but everybody's knocking on doors and doing these things. And I was like, well, let me just try to fit camp. And nobody was really doing fit camps until I put right. that in there and I was like man let me do a fit camp let me do something fun that I love and then boom they blew up where you know one person then five people then 10 people showed up and then before you know it, it was something that I love to do that I love to invite people to that I love to 
bring value to the marketplace because people had to get healthy in that way as well. And then boom, we started getting 80, 100, 200 people inside of our fit camps just because wow. of what I did, right? So that's powerful, man. I feel like, and like just kind of listening to you uh, just so far, you know, like in the beginning as well, even your, even your start. So I feel like, and I could be wrong, but my perception is like when you started and even what you're talking about now with the fit camps, mm-hmm. it seems like you're coming from a place of like, I'm just going to do it because I want to do it. And I'm not, obviously you expect results, but you know, a lot of people do things for only a result, right? Like, okay, I'm going to get into Herbalife. I'm going to start this and and I'm going to do it because I want to make money or, or, or this, but that's not always the thing that's going to drive you every day. You know, it seems like to me, you're more connected to the process um, versus like trying to make something happen. You know what I mean? And, and, and you mentioned the excitement part of it. That was just huge for me. Cause it's like, man, if you can follow your excitement and just trust the process, be embody, basically embody what you're doing, then the success will come. Do you feel like that's a challenge for people? Like they're, they're too in their head. They're trying to like, like you said, they're not excited, but they want a result, but they're, they're not excited about the journey, I guess. Yeah. And it's like, well, they try to mimic to other, too many other people, right. Mm-hmm. Instead of themselves. And a lot of times wow. like there's other things that you have to follow, but you try to be somebody else that it takes you away from what you're doing right uh, yeah nobody's got eyes like you nobody's has the same fingers like you the same voice like you your mannerisms that you use nobody has that but you try to make yourself into somebody else that you're not right and yes you got to learn you got to grow you got to develop you got to do that but it's fine where you are right now you just got to go and do it so i just feel like people try to compare themselves too much and one of the biggest things when i learned early on in life like with from my mom she always told me she's like do things for others without expecting anything in return mm. you know and you, when you do things out of the kindness of your heart and you don't expect anything in return because you're just doing it from the kindness of your heart like especially into sales like you're gonna go out and you're gonna go um, show house show houses right yeah you're, like, you're gonna buy this one like yeah. you know, <laughs> and you get so mad at them because they don't and you drove out far or whatever like you know what I mean? That was me. Like when I would do stuff for people and I'll do this, like, you know, you get stuck sometimes like, damn, I didn't even make any money from this. And I'm doing all this stuff for, for them and poor me, blah, blah, blah. Like that's just a poor mentality. And then like where energy goes, energy flows, your energy flow, your, your like poor me mentality. And then people are going to feel that, you know? Right. So the thing is if you get, always get into the, the groove of like, I'm doing this from the kindness of my heart and I'm doing this because I'm adding value to people, whether I make any money or not right now, I know eventually that it's going to come, right? We just keep doing it over and over and over and over and over again. And then boom, before you know it, it'll hit. And you're like, damn, like, you know, it's great to not expect. That's awesome, man. That's powerful. And I feel like that can be applied to anything, business, life, family, you know, it's just, you know, trusting the process and not always trying to manipulate an outcome you know i feel like in business it's hard sometimes you know especially in the sales it's like i gotta talk to this many people so i can get this many people but like you said like i just did a fit camp because that will that's what the marketplace you felt like needed and you were excited about it and then that probably generated more results than, than like the traditional way of going about it but it was also because you you were more you know you're connected with the the process and not not trying to just create an outcome, but 
actually experienced in the journey, which I think is, is powerful. Um, being a leader of a, of a really, really big organization, a lot of people, uh, a lot of personalities, you know, a lot of challenges, right? What, um, what are those biggest challenges that you face as a leader? And, and, and what, um, what are some ways that you've learned to kind of overcome them throughout your years? Yeah, so just early, like overcoming challenges as a leader, you know, and then de dealing with people, I think uh, you're going to have challenges all the time. You know what I mean? Even challenges when you wake up in the morning, like what yeah. the hell's going to go up in the morning? Do you know what I mean? Like as an entrepreneur, you got, you. nobody can get, get your ass up out of bed. Nobody yeah. can, nobody's going to tell you when to do things. You know what I mean? And that's one of the biggest things. You got to have that self-discipline. Self-discipline mm -hmm. is the key and the bridge from average to great. And if you can have that self-discipline every single day that we talked about process, that this process is going to work. Somebody else before me did it, right? And I can do it too. And, and that's the whole thing is like following that process of waking up early in the morning, going to bed at night, being the first one to show up, like showing up is half the battle, right? Yes. We talk about that over and over and over again with your workouts, with your body, with everything that it is. It's like, that's the half the battle, right? And showing up to work and then having that mentality, like having your mind right too. And like one of the biggest things where I've always learned and when I'm not growing, I'm not growing my mind. I'm not in, in rooms with people that are like, you know, like they always say you're you're the some of the, the top five people you hang out with. Like I'm not in the right room sometimes. So wow. I'm into that room of like, damn, like these people are not going anywhere, but I'm going with them. Right. Mm. You gotta get into a room, you gotta get into conversations where people are going places and doing things because if not, then I noticed that also leads you away from destruction. So you get the like you get into that mode of like, man, you're you gotta you gotta find something to get you back going again. So I've had times where I've been great. I've been freaking awesome. I've been flying. And then, you know, you get around a group of people and then it's just like, you know, it's not them, it's you, but you just want to be a part of something. It's like, damn, like they're not really going anywhere. Let me switch. And, and you know, it's okay. And you got to learn. It's okay to be alone for sometimes. It's okay right. to be yourself. It's okay to do that. And while you're doing that, making sure that you're reading the books, making sure that you're, you're, um, working on yourself right working on your health right think nutrition this is one of the biggest things guys because if you do not have your health you do not have much at all so true it's, and it's big it's all about a lot of times when people look at you it's all about looks too like not all about it but it's about looks yeah you're like dang they look healthy they look good i want to work with that person you yes. know you could be a little bit overweight and still working on yourself but your personality is going to shine right there as well so with that and then also that's working with yourself right challenges with yourself as a leader like you know am i good enough and you know like I, i'm fearful of this and when i when i first started i was a i was afraid not to succeed i was afraid not to make it and then when i started making it i was afraid to make money like wow. <laughs> I was make money because how we grew up. I grew up, my parents are school teachers. We never really had much. And I looked at, you know, what my parents were making because they're school teachers. And I'm like, when I started getting to where they got to, and I was like, like, I don't, I don't know. It, it makes me so emotional still to say that because I never wanted to do better than my parents because mm -hmm. they did it for me. They were the ones that did a lot for me. And then one day I was like with my mom, I said, Hey, um, you know, like this is what I'm making now, whatever. She's like, oh, I'm so proud of you. And I was like, but I'm afraid to go more because I don't want to, I don't want to be better than you. Like, I'm not better than you guys. And she's like, no, we want you to do better than us. Like go wow. there money. And then, you know, the next couple of months, I doubled my income. And then I was able to be like, hey, mom, like check this out. And then she was like, she said, I'm sorry, we couldn't provide this type of lifestyle for you. 
And at that moment, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, you know, I'm, I'm emotional. But I said, if I can do this for myself and I can get myself out of debt and I can do these things like, you know, what? I promise you, mom, one of these days I'm going to retire you. Six months later, walked into her office and retired her. Ooh. Right, man, that's but powerful. I, but I share that with you guys because those are the, the challenges and things that we're going to go through, right? And that was myself things like to be successful, not to outshine my parents, like blah blah blah, right? So we talk about those challenges for me, and then so that was like three years into my business. Now let's talk about damn people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. people. People is the biggest thing that's gonna. Like you need people to grow your team. You need people around you that are going to make you better mentally, physically, spiritually, right? Mm-hmm. I think spiritually is number one, always keeping God first, you know, and, you know, and then physically too, like, are you um, around people that are eating or healthy and are talking like, you know, a lot of times what goes here comes out here, yes. right? Yes. And as I share that with you guys, like what's coming into here going is going oh. out because it's like those people that you're around, are they are they positively feeding you things that are gonna gonna help you grow? There's a book. So there was a so my first book I read that completely changed everything for me was Outwitting the Devil. So if you guys have tried Outwitting the Devil, awesome book. Like that book will take you from being the 90, 98% of the world that everybody like everybody like when you were younger everybody has thought for you your whole entire life so when you were a baby your parents your parents thought for you right they're like do this da, 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 whatever telling you what to do you get into you get into grade school right same thing your teachers right you get into high school you go get a job right college get a job yeah. everybody's telling you what to do this yeah. book is it like teaches you and inspires you to think for yourself Mm-hmm. That's why the top 2% of the world think for themselves. And that's why everybody else is drifters. They drift wow. because the social media and they drift because of this and they drift because of blah, right? The two, top 2% are thinkers. They're the doers. They're the ones that take action. So that book had completely changed my, my point of, of view of the world, right? Wow. And where I want it to be. It's a, it's a crazy book. It's Napoleon Hill. He has a conversation with the devil. If you can get it audio, do it audio because the voice changes like to the yeah. voice wild so check that out first off second thing that helped me out right so that was changing my thought process of thinking for myself there's a book called the platinum rule the platinum rule talks about the how to um, recognize people right of what they are and with me when I first started off I was like you know anything to party and have fun I was like yeah <laughs> and you know in the nutrition clubs that I have like the music and the jamming and, yeah. and you're like you know fun and then like as I grew more into the business it got a little bit more serious I became what's called a it's called a ruby and the ruby is one that's like it's competition and it's not competition you know it's good to have competition with like with other people healthy competition because my coach that coached me he was like did you know that somebody did you know five thousand in sales and blah 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 and i'm like what and then <laughs> you're ten thousand i was like what's the biggest you've done he's like oh i did twenty eight thousand in sales a month and i'm like what like firing, <laughs> but it just like it guts like the uh, inside of you right and then like when i started doing those numbers it's like and then he was like he's like you you just passed me he's like because i did to thirty thousand uh say in sales wow. and one thing he was like what and i was like what's the best one you've ever heard he's like this guy once did a hundred and four uh thousand dollars in sales in one month and i'm like four thousand that's like what that's that was unheard that's of crazy yeah like, like back in the day nobody was doing it 
And then boom, I hit a seven, 75,000 volume point month. And he was like, damn, right? Thinking <laughs> outside of the box. And it's thinking bigger than what you are. It's creating mm. everything in life is creation. But that's the that was the ruby inside of me. And then there's called an emerald. Like you got to know your numbers, right? You got to know your numbers and facts and figures. And there's people like that. Then there's the pearls. The pearls are the people that are like Akuna Matata, you know, <laughs> we are the world, we are, we are the people. And it's those people to deal with, like, and it's like, you got to learn how to, how to you'd be able to deal with all of them and wow. to motivate them, inspire them, encourage them, know what's going to bring them, pick them up, know the things not to say to them, to bring them down. And the hardest thing is to learn, you know, like the emeralds and the pearls were the hardest people for me to work with. But that's John Hood, the one that you just mentioned right there. Yeah. He was one of my first um, emeralds that I got into the business because he was about numbers and facts and figures. And I'm like, let's fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a big time athlete like that but you can't you're going to crush people if right. you talk to them in those certain ways so i learned the communication is key to building friendships and then mm. key in your business right so when you can learn about people and how to communicate with them and how to you know share with them and motivate them and do that oh my gosh you that's when i that's when i took leaps and bounds i was able to put people in the right positions of leadership i was able to inspire them to do certain things in like our events and our trainings and our meetings i was also able to inspire them to you know figure out what things for them to do to be able to grow their business like i like fit camps right because it was right. like competitive whatever some that one of the girls she's like i want to go to church and i want to go knitting and blah, blah. i was like yeah. hey like and i've never heard anybody like but i i encourage her and I inspired her to do that i said but let's have an intention while you're doing that to get people healthier and happier absolutely oh, that's gonna be because that's a pearl right right <laughs> right well it changed the world and whatever so you got to encourage people where they're at and learn those languaging and also like Lit, like listen don't just freaking talk all the time when you have greatness in front mm -hmm. of you you keep your mouth shut you know ask good questions and then boom like that's just that's, that's huge that's yeah. huge man and like so like the two the two biggest things that where there's two huge 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 aspects both connected to the books outwitting the devil helping people um not be to become thinkers like you said the two percent so 98 percent of people they're running on programs and autopilot and they might, they might be 40 years old and they're doing what their mom told them when they're eight, you know, right. which is really crazy when you think about it, but I think it's hundred percent true. So it's like, become, become that 2%, become an independent thinker, mm -hmm. which I think puts you in a position of leadership. And then you mentioned something really huge when you are in leadership and you're working with people, it's being able to communicate to them how they need to be communicated to, mm -hmm. you know? And I think oftentimes as people, and I've been hundred percent guilty of this, you just assume that everybody thinks like you, they talk like you, they, uh, they receive messages like you. And then you realize you're like, Oh shit. They didn't, that, that person didn't get anything. I just said, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, because I didn't communicate it to them in their language and also to like their values. So, um, that book, The Platinum Rule, um, I think that's huge, man. I'm going to actually check that out, too, because I think being able to understand what people need, mm -hmm. you know, from a communication style, I think is just it's it's super, super powerful, man. And these are these are like 
foundational pieces that I feel like they give you the results, results that you've had, but it's because you've been able to learn and, um, you know, make changes, you know, to help, to help, you know, to help grow your, uh, grow your business, but also the people around you, which I think is really, really huge. Sometimes we just have to get out of our own way, you know, and it's, it's not, it's not a, it's not easy, but, um, I want to get into now before we hop off, um, I want to end with your nutrition store and what you do for people and how they can find you, reach you, uh, and come see you. But, but before that, um, let's talk about health and fitness. I mean, I don't know the stats, uh, perfectly, but I want to say it's like 65% of people are overweight. I, I'm, I'm just kind of making up a number. I think that's pretty close. What is, what is the biggest issue that you see with, with, with health and fitness in our country and our communities? Like what are some of the biggest challenges and then how do you help people kind of get better energy and increase their health? Right. Yeah. So, you know, thank you for all that. And I appreciate, um, you know, shout out here, but, um, you know, the biggest thing too, like the, you know, 70, was it 73% of America is overweight. Wow. And it's, and it's because of the sedentary lifestyle, you know, and it's also like, you know, you look at some, and you know, a lot of people follow a lot of celebrities, like that's like, be comfortable, body positivity, da, 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 get that, you know what I mean? That's cool. But like, let's put you on a damn scale and let's check your visceral fat. You know, mm. what I mean? see how hard your how healthy your heart is. It's so much fat that surrounds your liver, kidneys, lungs, bladder. Right? Put those put those celebrities on the damn scales and do that. Right? Right here. Right. Yeah. You know? And you know they're talking about all this, and they're out there promoting, you know, shit that they're promoting. Like you're killing people, <laughs> literally, because of the way that you're living. And people think that that's okay now. And it's you know, and it's because of like, oh my, you know, mental health and self esteem and all this. I get that too. I've been there. I've been right. where I've been suicidal. I've been parts where I've had fucked up shit happen to me right. too. Right. You know, just like everybody else, welcome to the club. That's what I say whenever people walk into my doors here, like welcome to the club. Like, but I always remember like life could be worse. Right. Yes. And the thing is too, like you're constantly working yourself. So my mission and my vision is to make a world, make the world a healthier, healthier and happier place, you know, by bringing not just great nutrition to them, but also like, you're going to get my energy. You're going to feed off of that. Like I'm a light that's going to light your, that's going to light your torch. And you're going to carry that onto your, your husband. It's going to carry it onto your wife. You're going to carry it onto your community. You're going to carry it onto when you go into work because people it's like the groundhog day, you know, the groundhog day, they wake yeah. up day in, day out, day in, Same day out. Thing. But when you come see me, I'm going to put a smile on your face. I'm going to give you a hug. Maybe gives an awesome tea that's yeah. going to gives you energy and put great nutrition in your body. Because nowadays out there, it's all about these fast foods and it's all about this crazy stuff out there that people are consuming right? Which is making you fat, which is making you lazy. And it's just, it's just ruining our health. Right. So my biggest thing there is, you know, just helping out people and it get pretty like why, and the reason why I got into this. So my mom, I talked about my mom a lot, right? But she had a bad report from the doctor and her cholesterol was super high and not making any claims. I don't hear anything or prevent anything, whatever, but my mom's cholesterol is really, really high. And her mom passed away when she was 65 years old. And my mom at the time, she was 54 years old with high cholesterol. And she was not that overweight, but I'm like, the hell if I'm going to lose my mom at that age, like I want my mom around for a long time. Right. Yeah. And, you know, if, if the, and when I found what I found with 
you know, eating healthy and working out and, you know, just being a role model for my parents as well. And I said, mom, come check this out and holding her accountable. My mom was seven, 27 pounds, guys. Right now she's 68 years old. She's healthy. Oh ever been in her whole entire life and like I just it, I can like, get emotional because for that too because I didn't come in for the money right. I came to help my mom and then when my mom started feeling good and when she started feeling energy she said she had more confidence she started feeling in her clothes she started doing that I'm like like there's nothing better than that absolutely right? nothing better than see your mom come back to life again and I said how many more people can I help like this so absolutely this, that's what I do that's awesome, man. That's powerful. That's powerful, brother. And like you said earlier in the beginning of the podcast is if you don't have your health, you can have a hundred million dollars in the bank account, but if you're in a hospital bed or you're sedentary and you can't move and you're overweight and you can't breathe and you're out of breath, walking up a flight of stairs. I mean, honestly, man, that money, it just doesn't really mean a whole lot. It really, really, really doesn't. And I think, um, that's the real pandemic that we're in, right? Is, is the health crisis, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and people, like you said, following false narratives with celebrities and, 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 and bad ideas. Cause you know, nowadays with internet, it's awesome, but there's a lot of bad messages, bad information. And um, it's really, it's scary because a lot of people are very vulnerable, you know, to, to kind of follow these things because they they think it's going to be good. But um, like you said, 73% of people are overweight, mainly because of a sedentary lifestyle and probably because a lot of bad information as well, you know? And so I think it's powerful what you're doing. Um, let's talk, let's close it out with your nutrition shop. What's it called? Where is it at? Um, where, the, you know, how can people find you? And then, uh, and then we'll, we'll kind of finish it out from there. Okay, yeah, so I appreciate that. So it's called the Spot Nutrition. We're at 1301 Wa. So it's right by, there's a UPS uh, store across the street. It's uh, Montrose, River, Oaks, River Oaks area. Nice. Um, and what we do is we help people get healthy. We have amazing meal replacement smoothies. Um, and then we have these awesome energy teas. You guys will see me ke- drinking these like, you know, two times a day. Three times, <laughs> but you know, awesome energy. And then we put people on the scale. We not only just give you great nutrition, but we, you all, we also track it. So we track your nutrition, awesome. track things like that. So uh, we also do challenges because I love accountability. You know, I think accountability is great and getting a part of something to help you get better. And the biggest thing here is we're here to educate you, educate you on nutrition, you know, your fitness, your lifestyle and mentality, right? So we talk about 80% of the way you look is nutrition, 20% fitness with a hundred percent mindset. And that's Ooh, what we're yeah. That's huge, man. I love it. That's a, that's, that's a whole holistic approach to, to increasing someone's health and well-being, And that's, that's powerful, brother. Well, listen, I, Enrique, I appreciate your time, man. Um, this was awesome, awesome stuff. And, uh, by the way, I want to come, I don't, I, when you said the address, I don't think I'm very far from you. So I'm going to come check you out soon, next week, Susan, next week, man, cause I'm right, I'm right down the road. And, um, but this was just really, really awesome, man. A lot of good information. I really appreciate it. And uh, hope you have a good rest of your day, man. Thank you. All right. Appreciate you, man. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Bye.